This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about what it means exactly to live according to your design or to be in alignment. This is something that we've been having tons of discussions over on Instagram about and it's been so interesting. This is also something that Manifest with Madeline, my six-week online course, is all centered around. So I am going to be dropping some bombs today, some knowledge, and some help so that you are just very aware when you're in alignment, when you're out of alignment, and what does that even mean? And then what are you supposed to do about that? Because isn't that what this is all about? Learning human design is so fun, so entertaining. It's just so interesting, but we all really want to be able to actually have a better life and apply it to our lives. So understanding your chart is truly about learning how to live in alignment. And if you ask yourself right now, what does it mean to be in alignment Some people won't be able to come up with an answer or some people will, but it will be really vague. And then how do you know exactly if you're out of alignment? But before we get into all of that, let's read the review of the week. And I'm hopping over to Apple Podcasts and I found right here a five-star review. It's titled, The Goldilocks of Human Design. I'm absolutely thrilled to have found Madeline in this wonderful podcast. I've become completely fascinated with human design, but trying to learn all the things, even just the basics, has become so overwhelming. Madeline's podcast gives you the right amount of information, not too much to overload you and not too little to keep you questioning, just the right amount to help you grasp all you need to know to read your birth chart. I look forward to each episode. Thank you for creating the podcast. You are so welcome and thank you for writing that review and thank you to everybody else as well because the reviews have been flying in and I am just so overwhelmingly grateful. If that was your review that I just read out loud, then you win the prize. I am going to give you a little tiny mini reading session in a sense. All I'm going to do is take your birth information and a juicy, detailed, big human design question from you. And I'm going to send you back a video or recording answering your question. And if that was your review, how you're going to claim your prize is you're going to DM me over on Instagram at healthy underscore Madeline. And you have to let me know the name of the username you used to write that review. And then we'll go forward with your prize. Anybody else who wants to win the prize, it's easy to enter. You write a review on Apple Podcasts And that's it. Then you're entered into the drawing. And each week I select one. Sometimes I select really old ones, sometimes really new. But you don't have to write a review every week. You just do it once and you're entered in the drawing forever. Today's podcast was inspired by a question from a listener over on Instagram. And here's the question. Hi, Madeline. I'm a podcast listener and human design beginner. I love listening to you and learning a bit more each time. I'm quite familiar with my chart, generator, sacral, 1-3. I would like to know what it means exactly to live according to your design or to be in alignment. 
Is it enough to follow your type and your authority or does it mean you need to go much deeper and master your channels, follow your life theme, etc.? I hope this question makes sense. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. P.S. Just registered for your online breathwork workshop. All right. I am so in love with this question because it encompasses a number of different things. What does it mean exactly to live according to your design? What does it mean to be in alignment? Do you need to just follow your strategy and authority or should you dive deeper and go into gates and channels and all the other deeper, sexier aspects of the chart? Well, the answer is it's very, 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 very simple. You follow your not self theme to know whether you're in or out of alignment. So each of the energy types has something called a not self theme. It's an emotion or just a feeling that you get that is like a red flag or a trigger that tells you whether you're in or out of alignment. So for example, for manifestors, when they are feeling anger, that's their red flag warning that they are living out of alignment. Now, the next episode, we're going to be going through the not-self themes in great detail. We're not going to be touching on all of those in this episode. We're going to take it back a step. I did some polls on Instagram yesterday to ask you guys what you think. So here's one of the questions I asked. In your own words, what does it mean to be in alignment? And let's see some of these answers. So one person said, Feeling confident in the choices you make navigating the world. Great. So that is absolutely a sign that you could be in alignment is if you're feeling really confident in yourself and your own choices and you're not following the shoulds or conventional ways or people pleasing. Another person said, when life stays in flow, when I can recognize my sacral responses vibrantly and easily and when I can trust that saying no will feel equally beautiful. Somebody else said, not feeling frustrated. So I'm guessing that that person's a generator or a manifesting generator. And another person said, doing things, making decisions that feel right and bring joy and being satisfied. And this was from a 2-4 sacral manifesting generator. Interesting responses. So again, that question was, in your own words, what does it mean to be in alignment? Now, if I were to answer that question as simple as I possibly can, I would say you're in alignment when it feels like amazing things are just flowing into your life. Life is feeling easy, effortless, and abundant. And then the opposite of that would be like when you're feeling really stuck, really stagnant, everything is really hard, bad things just keep happening, everything is really like just, ugh, that's a sign that you're out of alignment. And that's that's getting a little more complicated than just following the not-self theme, but it's a general energy that you've got. All right, I asked another question over on Instagram, and it was, how can you tell if you're out of alignment. So let's see some answers. And it's interesting, we got three people who said frustration. Someone even said freaking frustration. So it looks like a lot of you are already on the right track with these not-self themes. And another person said, it's almost like a body fog. I feel disconnected from it, like I'm no longer in the right frequency. Now, I love that one especially because it refers to the body. 
And in human design, this is not anything mental, even if you've got a mental authority. But human design lives in the energetic body. So it's all about tapping into your body's wisdom, your energy system, your aura, and not your own interpretation of those things or your, um, what am I trying to say, like your thoughts and overthinking is never going to work. So this person is like, it's almost like a body fog. Yeah. Like when your body's all fogged up, that is a sign for this person that they're out of alignment. Another person said, feel angry, frustrated, not happy, not happy, fighting the easiest things. Yes. I love that. Something else. I did some polls over on stories and one of them I was asking, can you tell if you're in alignment? 41% of people said definitely, and it's interesting because 41% of people also said sometimes, it's not clear, so that was totally split, and 18% of people said not at all. I think for me, I would say sometimes it's not clear because I still feel like I haven't quite mastered this, and sometimes I'm not sure if I'm out of alignment or... Mm, How do I put this? Or if I'm just experiencing strange energies, frequencies, shifts happening on the planet or in the stars or in the universe. For example, recently the Schumann resonance has been way high compared to normal. I'm not going to get into exactly what that means, but humans are really affected by that. And so a lot of us have been feeling really off the last couple of days or even weeks because of this. So I don't think that that's a sign that I'm out of alignment, but it does feel similar to when I'm out of alignment. And then to get myself into alignment, I have to adjust my life to work with this Schumann resonance shift. Now, I also asked one more question on Instagram, and that was about Tell me a story of a time that you've been out of alignment, you recognized it, and then you did something to get into alignment. And let's see what people said. One person said, not that I can think of at this moment, though I have been able to recognize my out of alignment and then work to get back in by asking what it was that got me out of alignment. So great. Sometimes we just need to stop ourselves, take a step back, take a pause, and ask, what is going on, perhaps, that's gotten me out of alignment? Another person said, if possible, get out of the situation or check in with myself and my sacral and what it wants. I love this. I always teach people that you have two choices when something's not working for you or you're living in your not self theme. And that is one, get out of the situation. Or if that's not possible or you know that's not the right answer, then two, you have to change your perspective or your attitude. And this person said, check check in with her sacral and what it wants. Similar kind of thing as just changing your attitude. Another person said, um, my environment. I'm a narrow valleys girl. Okay, I'm just going to butt in. If nobody knows about environments, narrow valleys is one of them. Again, this is a topic for another day, but if you don't know what that is, just don't worry so much. When I need to realign, I do things like sit on the floor and pay attention to the flow of people like my crazy kids around me. Sometimes it's the acoustics and I need to wear noise canceling headphones to recalibrate. And then another person said, breath work. Now, I love this answer. All of you know that I love breath work. I lead breath works. It's an incredible tool for people who are interested in human design because it allows you to tap into your body. 
And again, remember that your whole human design chart lives in your body and in your aura, your energy system. It doesn't live in your brain. So it's kind of a funny thing to learn human design because there's only so much that we can do consciously and mentally to live according to our design and get into alignment. So much of the work, like I would even say 90% of the work is actually in the unconscious or in the body level, not the brain, not the thoughts, not the conscious. So we've got these blocks in our bodies, in our emotions, in our, just our whole energy system that are stopping us from being able to be authentically ourselves naturally. If we didn't have all of these blocks, we would automatically all live according to our own design without ever having had learned about human design. Sometimes I think that's probably why human design wasn't discovered until the late 80s, believe it or not. We went all this time up until almost 1990 without knowing about human design in our brains, but our bodies knew it, our energetic fields knew it. And so if we can remove energetic and emotional blocks in our bodies, so much of that is just going to free us up to start living according to our design without having to try or think. Isn't that incredible? So something like breath work, especially breath work journeying, I'm not talking about like breathing exercises like Wim Hof. That's excellent, but it's a different thing. I'm talking about using breath work to tap into the subconscious to do release work, like stress release from the body emotion release from the body, that can make it so that you're just easily getting into alignment with your design without the mental getting in the way. EFT tapping is another great suggestion as well. I do have an online breathwork session coming up this Friday, June 30th, 2023. If you'd like to be in that, go to studiotimeout.com backslash breathwork and you will see the different breathwork options. There's a bunch of dates for the rest of the summer. Sign up for whichever one you want, but I want to make sure you know there's one coming up this Friday if you're listening, you know, close to when this podcast comes out. And it's $25. Can't recommend it enough. And it's great mind-body healing, especially for beginners. So I'd love to have you join me. Now, if that link doesn't work or if it's just not working out for you, you can always find it by looking in the show notes if you are on Apple Podcasts or go to my Instagram, look at the link in my bio, or just go to my website and go to the Breathwork tab. You're going to find it, I promise. Now, one part of that question that I got that inspired this episode was about Do you need to just follow your strategy and authority or do you need to dive a lot deeper and learn all about your gates and channels and the other deeper parts of your chart? And in my opinion, all you ever really have to learn in human design is your strategy and your authority. And your strategy really goes right along with your energy type. So I'm going to lump energy type and strategy together and then your authority. Now, if you don't know what your strategy is, I highly recommend going back and re-listening to episodes two through six. Those are the energy types episodes, but I touch on the strategies in there. And then the strategies are something like the strategy to respond for a generator or the strategy of waiting a moon cycle for a reflector or the strategy of waiting for the invitation for a projector. And if you're following your authority, that's the aspect of yourself that tells you how to make decisions. Like if you have an emotional authority, you make emotional decisions. If you have a sacral authority, you follow what lights you up. 
And if you're not sure about authorities, go back and listen to episodes 18 through 24, and I go through all the authorities there. If you were to master this and always follow your strategy and always follow your authority when making decisions, then you would automatically follow the whole rest of your chart without even knowing it. It's incredible. So the strategy and authority truly are like the big guns in your chart, the most um, like overwhelming, over-encompassing parts. And they're the, they're the parts that I see most people want to skip over or say, yeah, 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 got it, got it, got it. Tell me more, tell me more. And then they're not really living according to those things. So for example, I have a sacral authority. This is something that I continue to practice every day. It's not something that's become really natural and comfortable for me yet. And I'm hoping that someday it does just happen on autopilot. But I still really live in the world of shoulds and notice that I get worried a lot about what other people are going to think. Only about certain things. Like I hosted a birthday party at my house this weekend for um, some other people. And it was really stressful for me leading up to it because I'm really worried that people are going to think my house is dirty or that there's too many weeds in my garden. And I kept noticing like, wow, I am really having trouble actually enjoying hosting this party because I'm so worried about what people are going to think of my environment that I've created, my home. And what a stupid thing because I don't have a dirty house. My house is nice and clean. It's organized. It's just fine. And I don't know what that's all about. And it's something I'm still really reflecting on. Like, why is it such a big deal for me to be worried about that when in most areas of my life, I don't give a crap what people think about me. Like, that's probably one of my best qualities is that in general, doesn't matter one ounce what somebody else thinks about me. But for some reason, it really matters what people think of my house. So I try and tap in to my authority, my sacral authority when it comes to making decisions. Like, for example, should I bend over backwards for a week straight weeding every single weed in my entire yard so that I feel better when these people come over? Or should I just be reasonable and just kind of let that go and be just chill? And then I need to follow the one that lights me up the most, not the one that I think I should do. Because if I did what I think I should do according to everything else, everybody else out there, I probably would bend over backwards and remove every single weed out of my entire yard. But what lights me up is to just run outside every once in a while, like a couple times a day and pull a couple weeds here and there. And that really brings me joy. It helps me connect to nature and helps me connect to my garden. It's low stress. It's kind of actually fun. And it's not for anybody else. It's just for my own enjoyment of the garden. So that's an example of following my authority to make a decision like how much prep am I going to put into this party? Let me check in with what lights me up. And another thing about that party, just as an example, it really lights me up to do decorations for parties. Like I love to set the mood. We had a fiesta theme. I put up all these decorations. I went way out of my way. I bought stuff. And for some people, that would be a terrible headache. Like for me, the weeding is just horrible to do all that weeding. But for me, it is so energizing to put up decorations and then to look at them and see them and just like be in a decorated environment 
really, really lights up my sacral center and makes my whole body energized. So that's something that I'm willing to bend over backwards to do for a party. But something else, I'm not. I also did not make a dessert. I just decided I'm not doing that. That doesn't light me up. It's not my thing today. I'm not doing that. And it worked out great. I just decided I don't care what I should be doing. I'm skipping that. I'm sharing all of these stories because those are examples of how I work every single day to stay in alignment with my design and to avoid feeling horrible because I'm trying to do what I quote unquote should be doing. Now, something else to focus on will be the not self theme. So everybody has some homework before the next few episodes coming up. Your homework is to go look up what your not self theme is. And if you don't know how to do that, go to any place that you can look up your human design chart. My favorite website is called myhumandesign.com. I also love and use the My Human Design app. I go in there multiple times every day. I love it. And you can just put in your birth information, pull up your chart, look at the description and look for the not self theme. And then you're going to start noticing like a red flag every single time that not self theme pops up in your life. And then before we close out here, here, I want to talk about what it actually means to be in alignment. Like really, what is that? Is that just being happy? No. Is it feeling good? Mm, Not really, because you can be very, very sad. You can be grieving and be devastated and be in alignment. So this is not about happiness or joy, but what it is about is being as magnetic as possible. So when you're in alignment, it means you are not following the shoulds. You are not trying to people please. You are not trying to be something that you're not. You're being 100% authentic to yourself, to your very best ability, consciously and subconsciously. The subconscious part is the more tricky part, and that's where you would want to bring in something like breath work or EFT tapping, hypnotherapy, rapid resolution therapy, any of those types of things that get out of the mind and into the body and the subconscious and the energetic systems. And then when you are magnetic, when you're in alignment, You are like a suction cup, a magnet or piece of Velcro for the universe. The universe is like, oh, this person is so vibing how they should be. They are so themselves. Let's start throwing everything at them that they truly want, that's truly meant for them, that's in their highest good, that's more incredible than they can even imagine. But if you are way out of alignment, the universe is like, wow, that person is not going to vibe with what's really meant for them because they're not vibing right. Let me just let them figure that out while I sit over here and hold on to all of the things that are truly meant for them. So this is exactly what I teach inside of Manifest with Madeline. It's a manifestation course, but we don't learn any manifestation rituals, practices. We don't cast spells. We don't do vision boards. We don't do any of that. What we do do is learn the most important parts of your chart to get into alignment with the biggest impact. And believe it or not, following your digestive type in human design is one of them. If you're eating out of alignment, that's the number one way to condition yourself incorrectly. 
your food literally turns into your body. So you would want to start eating according to your design, following your strategy, following your authority, watching out for your not self theme. All of that is going to make a significant difference with getting you into alignment. And then layer on some special practices like the breath work and the tapping to crack at that subconscious junk that we can't really even see that we're not even mentally aware of. So I would love to have you join me for the next round of Manifest with Madeline. You can get on the wait list on my website. You can just go to MadelineEvergreen.com and go to the Human Design tab and you'll see that there's a button for Manifest with Madeline. Or if that's just way too tricky or complicated, just email me over at hello at MadelineEvergreen.com and tell me you want to get on the wait list so that you will be the first to know when that course opens up. I hope to see you in breathwork this Friday. I hope to connect with you over on Instagram. And I hope you have an incredible week. Remember to go look up your not self theme. That's your homework. And use your not self theme as a red flag all week. Next episode, we dive into what exactly that means. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll catch you next time. 